Glory to Jesus Christ. Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their histories, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is a story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith, courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the Light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by Eastern Christian Publications, where you can find the prayers of the Catholic Byzantine Daily Office at ecpubs.com and by easternchristianmedia.com, a broadband network for you to learn more about the Eastern Catholic Churches. That's easternchristianpublications.com. Glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome to Light of the East. I am Father Thomas Loyer, your host. If you've listened to my program for any amount of time, you've heard me say from time to time that as we look at the history, the spirituality, uh, the gifts of the Eastern Catholic Church, is actually the whole church, both lungs of the church, east and west, with a primary focus, of course, on the eastern lung of the church. As you've heard me talk about that, you've also heard me say that this is not just a history lesson. The Eastern churches are not just a museum piece, although they have fascinating and long history, and it's important to understand that history. They are as relevant today as they were during what we might call some of their heydays. They are very relevant today, and people who are involved in the Eastern churches in a very active way are also very relevant and very fruitful in their work. One of those persons we've had on our program from time to time is a great friend of ours here at Light of the East. His name is Jack Fiegel, and we're privileged to have Jack with us once again. He's going to update us on some of the things that he's doing that are going to make an impact on the church and in the world. So once again, Jack, welcome to Light of the East. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever, Father Tom. Great to be with you again. Yes, yeah, so well, let's take it right from the top. If I'm at time and time, you know, Jack, we check in with you, and you're always very busy. So <laughs> bring us up to date. What's happening? Yeah, some would say too busy, but uh, <laughs> I go where there's things to do and what I what I see uh you know, that needs to be done. Actually, Jack, I think it's the other way around. The church goes where you are, where you go. <laughs> oh, <no, no. laughs> yes, uh, I've got a, uh, a very exciting trip um, that's kind of fallen together over about a three-week period starting, uh, in fact, this coming week. I'm going to be leaving on the 25th of October to first participate and video record a symposium that is a meeting of all the Eastern Catholic bishops of Europe. Uh, the Eastern Catholic Churches, as you know, in Ukraine and Slovakia, the land of our ancestors, uh, has resurrected over the last couple of decades since the fall of communism, and now they're free to travel and meet and get together. So once a year, all the Eastern Catholic bishops uh, throughout Europe get together to discuss uh, common issues and plan 
things that they can do cooperatively, and they have some sort of a symposium. Well, the symposium for this coming year is going to be uh, held in, in London to coincide with the 60th anniversary of the Ukrainian Catholic Diocese of Great Britain. Uh, Bishop Lib is a friend of mine from the States, who's now the bishop in London, and about six months ago he invited me to first come over and video record all of their talks, as well as then now uh, be one of the speakers on their theme. So there is a, a Ukrainian Byzantine Catholic eparchy in England? Yes, yeah, it covers all of, all of Great Britain, England, Wales, and Scotland. Wow. <laughs> and their bishop is located in London. Uh, most of the people, are, of course, are immigrants, but some of the immigrants are you know, uh, quite you know, second and third generation, very much like here in America, since this eparchy has been in existence for 60 years now. And you're going to be giving a talk to this esteemed group? Yes, yes. Uh, they've invited me to speak, and the theme of the entire conference is charisma and catechesis, and uh, I'm one of the six speakers, and my theme or my specific talk is going to be catechesis in the 21st century. So I'm going to speak to them about all the things that can be done in terms of methods and technologies to help with the catechesis of the church to the faithful, especially the young people. Uh, So we'll be addressing things like electronic books, email prayer services, Facebook, and uh, interaction with graphics and videos, and all the things that we do with our smartphones and tablets I'm going to talk about in the context of how they can be used for catechesis. You know, Jack, our listeners might think, and and, and maybe just many Americans in general might think, that a church, as you mentioned at the beginning of the program, that has come out from underneath communism that was suppressed for a long time, and a church and a culture that is in Eastern Europe— might seem like it would be behind the times quite a bit. My impression is that those churches and those people over there in Eastern Europe, they're very much on the ball when it comes to this kind of thing in terms of uh, the progress they've made and what they're looking for. They, they really see the potential of this whole social media, electronic media potential. Well, yes. Uh, they're, they're building up their infrastructure in terms of uh, email and electronic access to the Internet. But they've attracted young people in droves. Their churches are growing and exploding. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they've uh, embraced a lot of these uh, technologies uh, to use. If you go and look at the various websites of the Eastern churches in Europe, they all have videos and pictures of the bishop almost every place he goes and his, his travel plans. It's, it's phenomenal that, uh, what you're able to find, and it's because the people over there have worked at it and put those things together. Uh, one little story is that uh, uh, one of the uh, new bishops here in America, in fact, your bishop, Bishop Milan Locke in Parma, uh, the administrator of your eparchy, I heard a story that he was in a car recently driving in the afternoon, and he and a visiting priest were praying their daily vespers from their iPhones in Slovak. <laughs> they had access to a website where all of the things were worked out in, uh, you know, with them not needing to have a book, but all the text were there to, to use. And that actually aligned with something I started as well in the same way about a month or two ago of daily vespers by email through our Eastern Christian Publications website. So they are doing a lot of these things. In fact, and the more I learn about what they're doing, I'm a, a little 
nervous about speaking to them about this because they may know more about it than I do. We'll see. <laughs> it, 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 I think will be an interesting conversation for sure. Yes. And what are some of the things that you're doing in addition to uh, the Vespers? What else do you have available? And by the way, for the sake of our listeners, basically you are, of course, the founder of Eastern Christian Publications, right? Yes, that, that's right. Uh, we've been publishing books for the Eastern Churches now about 25 years. And they can access all of your work by that website? Yes, it's ecpubs, P-U-B-S, for easternchristianpublications.com. So in addition to the Vespers, what else are you offering? Well, we have digital printed books, uh, both in hard copy as well as e-books, PDFs, and EPUB formats for iPhones and, and Kindle devices. Uh, and these are... Uh, Topics that never would have seen the light of day because in a lot of printing applications, you need to be able to sell thousands of copies to print. Uh, we've, we've protected sort of the print-on-demand technique, and I only make 25 or 50 copies out of a digital design, and we only print them as we need them. And so we've done some 300 titles over the 25-year period of all sorts of theology, history, biography, and things that you know people can use to learn more about the church, the history of the church, a couple of uh, fascinating books. One is the diaries of a priest who was uh, behind barbed wire in Hungary hmm. and in prison for most of his life. So all of these books are available on our website. And in addition to the digital printing, uh, we also provide graphic imagery through our Sunday bulletin service to about 250 churches across the country where people hand out uh, or the priests hand out their Sunday bulletins with an icon and an explanation of the of that icon as part of a subscription service that we offer in print. But we also have about four or five parishes who take our electronic artwork and print them themselves. Finally, through Oriental Lumen Television, we do video, digital video, audio CDs, lectures, Oriental Lumen conferences, special events. And in fact, one of the special events is going to occur on this trip, and that is that on the Saturday of their meeting of all the Eastern Catholic bishops, they've invited me to video record the Ukrainian Catholic Byzantine Divine Liturgy of St. John Chrysostom that will be celebrated in Westminster Cathedral, the Catholic Cathedral of downtown London, wow. a few blocks from the Parliament building, for what I think is going to be the first time in history that this is ever going to take place. One of the great gems of your work over the years, Jack, was, I believe it's called the Eastern Christians Journal? Yes, Eastern Churches Journal. Eastern Churches Journal. Now, this is a real gem, and, and I don't know, do, do you have that on digital? Are you putting it on a digital? We haven't put it on digital yet. We're still trying to catch up production-wise. We're three to four years behind schedule of getting the ECJ published. We had uh, a bit of a delay when the editor and founder with me, Father Serge Kelleher, passed away, and it took a couple of years for me to sort of get back on track with that. So we've published recently, but uh, I'm designing and producing those books in a, in a way that we'll be able to produce electronic versions of them here soon. Well, when we come back, I'm going to talk to you and to our listeners more about the value of the just the Eastern Christians Journal just by itself, as well as a lot of other things that you're doing. So great to have you with us again, Jack. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion. And to tell the story of the Eastern lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support. In order to keep Light of the East on the air, you can make a donation now by going to byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. 
and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. It's no secret that Father Loya and other speakers from the Tabor Life Institute are available to speak at your parish or group on marriage and family topics seen through the lens of St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body. Other topics include Eastern Christian spirituality and the significance of art in the church. The Tabor Life Institute can arrange for marriage encounters, parish missions, and can help your parish facilitate teen faith formation in either English or Spanish. For Father Loya and other speakers, contact the Tabor Life Institute by writing to taborlife at earthlink.net. That's Tabor spelled T-A-B-O-R life at earthlink.net. You're listening to Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. You are listening to the Choirs of Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church under the direction of Timothy Woods in Homer Glen, Illinois. This is the music you hear on Light of the East and is sung during the Sacred Liturgy at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish. Order online at byzantinecatholic.com. All we ask is a donation of $15 or more, which includes shipping and handling, to Annunciation Parish for each Theosis CD. Send a check made out to Annunciation Parish at 14610 Wilcook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. And may God grant you... Welcome back to Light of the East. I am Father Thomas Loya, your host. Our guest today is a good friend of ours and a great friend of the church and a great friend of the whole mission of ecumenism between the Eastern churches and the Western churches, and that is Jack Vigel from Eastern Christian Publications. And again, his website is ecpubs.com, ecpubs.com. Jack, we left off talking about the Eastern Church's journal. And what this is, for the sake of our audience, is this is a collection of, basically, it was talks from Oriental Illumin conferences, correct? Yes, but uh, also other essays, and uh, the main feature of the journal for the last 15, 20 years is what's called the Chronicle, mm-hmm. where we gather news reports of the Eastern churches from around the world and compile them into a chronological section that sort of tells the history of what's going on as it's going on. Father Ron Roberson at the USCCB, United States Conference of Catholic Bishop, works in the ecumenical office, and he publishes a newsletter with these reports in them, and then we sort of uh, edit them down to fit into our journal and reformat them. But it uh, tells the story of all the Eastern churches, all the different rites, Catholic and Orthodox around the world, and what's going on, who's meeting with who, and what are some of the issues that they're they're uh, coming across. Well, given the nature of the Eastern churches, that would be that'd be quite fascinating reading. In fact, probably quite complex. <laughs> yeah, uh, most of our subscribers to the Eastern Churches Journal these days are actually uh, libraries. 
oh, uh, theological yes. and seminary libraries that have it in their reference section for students to be able to go do research on the Eastern churches and their history uh, in terms of at least since we've been publishing, which is the last uh, 20 years. Well, another reason why I bring this up, I'm focusing on these journals, is because I myself have used them as a textbook for classes, for adult classes, and also for my teenagers. Because in many of these journals, there's a collection of things which actually follows a particular theme. And since they are, uh, as you say, essays or talks by a variety of, of great esteemed speakers, it's a, it's a vast reservoir of information and knowledge. And uh, you get all kinds of perspectives on the one particular theme. So these are great little, even to use as textbooks for adult and teenage classes. So I, I would really like to point our listeners to these great journals that you've published over the years, Jack. Thank you. Now, what else is happening, Jack? As part of this same trip, after the symposium in London and liturgies in Westminster Cathedral and the Ukrainian Catholic Cathedral. We're uh, heading to Uzerod by way of Budapest in Transcarpathia for October the 31st will be the 70th anniversary of the martyrdom of our bishop, Blessed Theodore Romja. And I was there for the 60th anniversary and did video recordings of all the services, the procession out at the village where near where he was killed, where, where he was attacked by the Soviet truck. So I'm leading a small pilgrimage, five or six of us from my parish. We're going over and we're going to spend uh, a, a week, two, three days in Transcarpathia, a couple of days in Slovakia, and a couple of days in Hungary, visiting our churches, meeting with our bishops, and uh, seeing Marian sites, uh, wooden churches, and just doing a whole bunch of things uh, for another seven days after London. Another thing I want to point out, Jack, is that in all of the documenting you've done of all kinds of speakers and writers, you've done something that I think is going to be extremely valuable in the future, and that is you have recorded two of the great giants of ecumenical scholarship in modern times, especially with the Eastern churches, and that is Archbishop Callistus Ware and Father Robert Taft. Yes, they've been uh, participating in the Oriental Illumin conferences and movement for the last 20 years being very, very strong supporters, uh, frequent speakers. And in addition to their lectures at the conferences, they've been very, very gracious to record for me lectures that they used when they taught in seminaries and theological schools. Father Taft was 30-some years at the Pontifical Oriental Institute in Rome, teaching liturgy and all the things related to that. And Metropolitan Callistos, Timothy Ware, spent 35 or 40 years teaching at Oxford University on patristics and anything dealing with the Eastern Church. So they've both done private recordings with me in their homes or here in my studio in Virginia, especially Metropolitan Callistos. I think we've now done something like 12 or 13 series or packages of six to 10 lectures each. So we've done almost 100 of his lectures, and what he said is that he's so happy to do them because they're material that he taught that he's retired from teaching now, and that he will never have time to publish. Oh, yeah. So these are these are lectures not only of their wisdom and what they used to teach that we don't have access to, but we also, by way of video and digital recordings, can hear them and can see them giving their own unique style of presentation, and it's absolutely marvelous. Uh, the last 10 years or so, I've gone frequently to see Metropolitan Callistos in Oxford during Lent, and it's a marvelous two- or three-day retreat that I go on, uh, where I spend two or three days in Oxford eating and sleeping and listening to lectures by Callistos Ware. Yes, uh, and again, these films of these two great minds of the Church 
great, great priests of the church, they would be very entertaining as well because they're, they're, <laughs> they really are in contrast to each other. Calistus Ware is the essence of the Oxford gentleman, and Father Robert Taft would be, shall I say, kind of like Smash Mouth Scholarship. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Those videos we have available, a lot of them are now on our OLTV website for a streaming video to, to, to view. That's OLTV.tv. And we also sell the CDs and DVDs that can be used in churches and listen to them in your car as you're driving around. Now, you and I worked on some things together, Jack, if I yes. may say so in all humility, and that uh, they were things like the Sister Churches Project and also a couple other things, too. Is there any progress on that, or what's the state of those things? Yeah, uh, well, your series, your six talks on uh, seeing with your eyes, I believe it was mm-hmm. called, all about icons, Yes, how we can visually see icons in a different way and see the theology and the symbols in them. And then we worked on some pilot programs that haven't quite gotten through to production that uh, we've called Theosis, uh, Theosis TV, of uh, short little clips and so forth that we hope someday we might uh, produce and uh, get out into the world. So, yeah, we've collaborated on, uh, on a few uh, projects uh, as well. But uh, Metropolitan Callistos and Father Tapner are both now in their 80s, and people have said it's marvelous that we've been able to capture their wisdom and their essence for all time, so that they'll stay with us uh, even past their time here on this on this earth. Yes, and probably in a few years you'll have to be, oh, what do you call that, redigitizing or putting them on some, some other new fancy form of uh, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> electronic media. Yep, 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 yep. Jack, tell us about, uh, the, the speaking of theosis, tell us about the theosis uh, booklet or magazine that you put out. Uh, yes. Um, about uh, Now we're in our sixth year, uh, so five years ago, we came up with this idea of a small little booklet equivalent to the Roman Catholic Magnificat. So it's a pocket-sized book, uh, full color, with lots and lots of icons. Half of the booklet each month uh, is a series of short two- to three-page essays kind of like a Reader's Digest version of material. And then the uh, second half of the book is the calendar of saints with the prayers according to the Byzantine liturgical cycle. So this is a, you, you could call it an Eastern Catholic version of Magnificat. And we have uh, both a print version as well as electronic versions that we distribute once a month. And uh, those, those are going very, very well. Uh, it's very popular. We, we actually have them on display at the Basilica of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C. at the cashier. And so we get wow. uh, people who uh, go through that uh, bookstore, uh, pick them up to take home, and then we get subscriptions from them from places in the country that I never would have thought we'd, we'd sell things. Jack, there's so much, so much that we could be exploring in, in the things that you do. I just want to ask a real quick question. If people go to ecpubs.com, would that link them also to the OL conference materials? Yes, at the top of the website, there's a cross-link on both sides to each other. Okay, Jack. So let's continue down the grocery list here of all your activities. What's next? Yes. yes. <laughs> so uh, after uh, the pilgrimage, I'm going to be invited to uh, the Vatican for a two-day conference on nuclear disarmament. This is a totally new field that we're getting involved with and possibly going to help organize a symposium next year. But I've been invited as a representative of the Oriental Lumen Foundation to participate in a discussion about a ban on nuclear weapons worldwide. It's being hosted jointly by the Vatican and the United Nations. Uh, it's got luminaries, the Secretary General of the UN, the Cardinal Secretary of State of the Vatican, and even has speakers like Lech Walesa, the former president of Poland. And uh, the one of the organizations behind this is called ICANN, 
which is an international association of uh, non-government organizations that was given the Nobel Peace Prize just recently for their work on nuclear disarmament. That's going to be um, in uh, early November. And then I wrap up the trip with two more days uh, with our friend Metropolitan Kalispos. He's agreed to, even this early, do a short lecture for our Oriental Illumin 22 conference, which will be next June, on the theme of Sister Churches, Fact or Fiction. Hmm. Fascinating. Well, Jack, I want to thank you for being with us. It's always very fascinating to try, just try to keep up with you. It's also exhausting, but it's also exciting. It's hopeful because you're always so positive about things. You're making positive contributions. You're, look, you're seizing every opportunity. You're creating opportunities to bring the two lungs of the church together, east and west. That's what this program is all about. I know that is what you have been about for many, many years. And you've done this all on your own. No one's really asked you to do it. You've just done it out of your sheer love of God and of the church and of unity. I want to thank you, Jack, for all of your work. I'm humbled to be in any way part of what you do. And we're privileged to have you as a guest on Light of the East. And you'll be back, hopefully, God willing, many, many more times. Thank you so much again, Jack, and God bless you. Thank you very much, Father, and uh, God be with you. Thank you for listening. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. To hear Light of the East again, visit ByzantineCatholic.com and click on the Features and Programs tab and on iTunes. Thank you for listening to Light of the East. We encourage you to tell a friend about Light of the East and to visit ByzantineCatholic.com. Light of the East is produced by ADC Media. Catholic with trusted series features and specials from EWTN Home Video. The EWTN Home Video highlight for October is the EWTN Family Celebration in Worcester, Massachusetts. Celebrate 100 years of Fatima. Order your DVD set at EWTNRC.com 24 hours a day, 7 days a week or call 1-800-854-6316. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will return to the light of the East. To learn more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, byzantinecatholic.com, where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue Light of the East with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount will be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East, 14610 Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. That's Light of the East, 14610 Wilcook Road, spelled W-I-L-L-C-O-O-K Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. Or donate online on the homepage of ByzantineCatholic.com. From the Light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God grant you many happy years. Oh!